Brainstorming and sharing ideas is the funnest part of the creative process. We decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. I'm your host, Tom Walma. My name's Kevin. I'm Stu McAllister. And this is Creativity Wasted. Day after Christmas, my aunt, her friend, and my mom and my sister and I, we went to like some wine tasting thing. And my aunt's friend got a text from her husband who's out of state. It was a picture of the back of his head that was like totally split open. And what happened is he'd fell off of a ladder. Uh, He was like doing like home improvement work that his wife didn't want him to do because she was visiting Michigan for the holidays. He just went off and did it on his own and he was stupid and he fell off the ladder. And I've known a few people who've hurt themselves like permanently falling off of ladders. There's a comedian, I don't know if I should name him, in Ann Arbor, who has had long-standing back problems from falling off of ladders, or a ladder. And my uncle also has back problems from falling off of a ladder. So this is a big, probably more common problem than people realize. So my idea is like a smart ladder. You put some electronics in the ladder to tell you if you're being an idiot <laughs> and like if it's safe to climb up the ladder. So one thing you could do when you're putting it on the ground, it could like tell if it's level or if the ground is um, soft on one side. You could have like pressure sensors on the bottom. That's like the simplest case. You could even use like ground penetrating radar or something that can detect like weaknesses in the ground that might not pop up right away until you're like up on the ladder. Because it's like computers, they can do things better than people. Like they might be able to tell where to put the ladder better than a person could. And the other thing, like where the top of the ladder is, it could check if, if that's okay or not. If it'll sway. If it'll sway or if there's like a thing that can lean on like you're on a corner or something, so it's more stable. So it might let you climb up the ladder if it can't fall to the side, for example. Right. So it would know that by the sensors. Like if it can't fall to the left because there's a wall to the left, it might tell you if it gets wobbly to lean to the left or something. And then the other thing, obvious thing it could do is if you did fall off the ladder, it could call 911 for you. There you go. The Life Alert branded ladder. Yeah. Maybe but it, it, have a breathalyzer. Life Alert on. is trademarked, but we'll consider something similar. I actually had that written down, Stu. Uh, oh, yeah. Breathalyzer on it. I think Life Alert doesn't apply because the idea of Life Alert is that you've fallen, but you're still conscious and yeah, you can but press you a button. can't get up. But the latter is you falling and you're unconscious and it calls it for you. Like you're not pressing a button, you're just down. It'll be like it's, okay. Yeah, it'd be more like OnStar. Oh, okay. Like, we've detected you falling. Uh, we're, we're automatically calling the police. Calling. We're calling your mother. <laughs> and so, yeah, it could, it could detect if you've fallen. It could even tell the difference between a ladder that, like, fell over when nobody was on it and a ladder that fell over when someone was on it based on, like, the weight that was on it. If you don't pass the safety test, maybe like the top rungs just like bend down so you you can't use them. Like they're unavailable to you. Right. Like you didn't pass our safety check. You cannot go above the top half of the ladder. 
Maybe it could let you be more reckless if there's another person nearby, which it could also detect because then they could pull the ladder or call an ambulance if you fall or whatever. Right. It could balance itself like a Segway with a ladder on top of it. But it would probably be like wobbly. It'd be like a circus guy holding a thing and it's like wobbling all over. And it's like that, that can be our circus model. The carnival ladder stunt people. That market hasn't been tapped yet. So I think I think you're onto something. I think handymen would hate the idea of a smart ladder. I think they would feel insulted that we don't think that they're good enough to we don't know if them. the ladder's safe. But so many people, it's like you only need to fall once, you know. We want to believe that the handyman would be insulted about this. Um, I think they would be insulted if it was proprietary software that they couldn't tinker with themselves and make it their own, right? We see this with farmers and tractors, right? A lot of modern day tractors have a lot of proprietary parts where you can't go in and fix the engine yourself. You have to send it into a dealership. We don't want that for our ladders. We want you to be able to fix your ladder if you need it to be fixed, you know, say a software update. Maybe some of the rungs don't give out when it thinks you're not being safe. Maybe the breathalyzer isn't working. You should be able to fix that. The right to repair is integral to our ladder company's ethos. So I think making our software and hardware non-proprietary is of the utmost importance. I think everybody would update it to say, oh, I'm not drunk if I've only had three beers. <laughs> How much would this ladder cost? Too much. I, I don't know. How much does a normal ladder cost? Yeah, it depends. Just triple it. What's it going to be made out of? Is it metal? Is it this wood? Okay, here's a, here's a from Uline, which is a, a company that sends the restaurant I work at a bunch of magazines. This is a 12-foot fiberglass platform ladder, and it's $375 Jesus. for one of them. I don't think the ladder that my dad has costs three hundred dollars. I'm betting that most people have ladders that are like fifty dollars, and that's why they're falling off. Right? <laughs> Maybe yeah, they've got We're, a ladder that they inherited from their we grandpa. Want, which... We want a premium product, something that isn't fifty dollars and therefore you know made of flimsy aluminum. You know, we want something more structurally sound. Now, I'm not a structural engineer, so, you know, grain of salt. But I've heard that carbon fiber is a very durable, strong material. So instead of this fiberglass platform ladder from Uline, let's do a carbon fiber version. Not only will it be lightweight, it'll be durable. Eh, I don't think the material really matters. And you don't have to worry about buying another one ever again. It will last you forever. Lifetime guarantee. I like it's, it. It's quality. I see it as more of an Ikea ladder. <laughs> like oh, it'll wow. last 10 years and then it, no more software updates. You got to get a new one. It'll be like a it's black not built Ikea to ladder. last. Oh, that changes the game entirely. Maybe not quite Ikea. A little stronger than Ikea. Because oh. Ikea things can break. But we're still going to make it, okay, if it's if it's like in line with like Ikea ladders, let's pack up all the parts. It'll save on shipping, right? Like we don't have to have people in a warehouse building these ladders. 
will put that on the consumer themselves. So not only can they update the software and the hardware in all the computer components, they also build it their damn selves. And it makes it feel like a DIY project. It makes it feel like like they made it. Right. I like it. And, it's, and, it's modular. And you can make it taller if it needs to be taller. You can make it tall. Yeah, modular. Like you, you can make it taller. You can make it smaller. You can make it a two-step ladder, you know, just to reach like, you know, on top of the fridge. But everything is built from the ground up by the consumer. It empowers them to do DIY things, building ladders, building houses, building relationships, and building a good customer base. Sold. I'll take two. I had the idea that it would play the song It's Raining Men if you did fall off the ladder. <laughs> Do you think that's a good default setting or an option? Like the fart thing in the Tesla? I think any song with rain in it would be hilarious. Or fall. Toad yeah, the West rain Rocket. Fall. fall down. Falling down. Uh... We're adding a speaker system to this that will play whenever somebody falls off said ladder, which is like less than 1% of the time because we guarantee safety. But if it does happen, at least you can have a good laugh as you uh, crack open your head <laughs> on the concrete floor. Have you thought about adding nets to this? I kind of feel like if there was a net to catch me when I'm falling, it might be helpful. No, you're saying no, Kevin? No. I Look, Foxconn uses nets. <laughs> and Foxconn uses slave labor. So no more nets. Like the circus can't have nets because it's too much like Foxconn. The circus has Just let nets. them fall and hit the ground. The circus has nets themselves. So they're they're fine. But if we have nets included with this, that screams slave labor. And we do not want to be associated with no new nets. With the likes of uh Foxconn. Okay. I think there are th- things where you can like wrap like a support line around your chimney and either tie it to yourself or to the ladder. And I always thought like, wouldn't it be cool if you could have like a little drone fly it up there? Cause uh, otherwise you've got to climb up there to wrap it around it and you could fall on that first climb. So maybe you could incorporate something like that. I guess there's no slavery connotations to drones. There is like a warfare connotation. The included drone will not have, you know, predator missiles. Although you can buy those separately on our website. So you're pro uh, drone missiles, but you're anti-slave nets? Yeah. Anti-nets. Anti-nets, pro drone strikes. That's our motto. That That is a weird motto. <laughs> You remember um, it, though. You will remember it. I actually saw something interesting at the um, orchard thing that I went to where we were at when the guy fell off the ladder. They had these um, ladders that were like V-shaped on the bottom so you could like stick them in the ground. So maybe you could have like something like that as an option, like things that you can connect to the ladder. Maybe like snake arms on the top that can like wrap around a thing. There could be like a thing to like warn the neighbors if you fall or whatever. Not like a whistle, but a like a flare gun. A flare gun. The yeah, ladder's sideways. The flare gun would just go straight sideways into the <laughs> grass and it'll set the grass that you're unconscious on on fire. It'll, uh, you'll get noticed. Smoke signals. <laughs> smoke signals are good. That can be one of the contingencies. And I think part of the stereo system that plays, you know, raining men, it can also blare out 
the most obscene music, perhaps Baby Shark. And people will be like, all right, I'm sick of this motherfucker playing Baby Shark. I'm going to come out and I'm going to murder him. And then they recognize, oh, no, this person fell off their ladder. I'm going to call 911. Perfect. Or it could be the sound of like bowling pins striking. Because that, <laughs> that's like a sound that you you don't hear like in your neighborhood. Just shit so people don't fall off ladders as much. That's my idea. It's fancy shit in it to keep you from falling like an idiot or like a clumsy person. I was always afraid to go up on ladders. Like I would climb trees when I was a kid, but like when I owned a house, I didn't like going up on the ladder. Like I was always super nervous about cleaning the gutters and shit. I think I was smart with that. That fear was totally justified. It's wild to like hang lights in a theater because like you're 20 feet plus off the ground and hanging like fucking 20 pound lights on Mm. like a tiny little pole. It's fun, but also just like everybody has to have a hard hat on. It is super dangerous and you have to make sure like all of these safety lines are installed. So, you know, if the clamp doesn't work, the light just doesn't like fall down and shatter well, the theater ladder is definitely playing It's Raining Men by default. Oh, absolutely. And also maybe glitter comes down. Oh, no, no, no. We or will not have any, hard to clean that up. We will not have any glitter. Confetti. That's what oh, I meant. Oh, no. Was uh, <laughs> I was thinking confetti. My girlfriend did a show of uh, Avenue Q. Avenue Q is a wonderful puppet show. And there's a sequence when they're talking about puppet sex. There's a lot of puppet sex in it. It's really strange. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. In this production that my girlfriend worked on, one of the characters is, you know, silhouetted behind a window and you see him, you know, cranking one out. And it's one of the puppet characters. And when he finishes, confetti pops out. Confetti seems like something that's easy to clean up, but they are still finding confetti pieces. And it's been like three years since this production Uh, happened. Um, It is notoriously hard to clean up, so... Uh, no confetti. I'd imagine blood is also hard to clean up. <laughs> I think that might be a little easier to clean up, especially if it's like water based. But, uh, but yeah, if it's, it's water based, just... like like if it's an alien and it's not water based, then you don't know. I'm gonna cut that out. That was dumb. We'll have it for the you space. Leave everything in, Tom. Yeah, you have it for the space episode. <laughs> Any shows or podcasts or things you want to plug? For those in the Metro Detroit area, there is a, a wonderful murder mystery show called Ding Dong Dead, Friday, January 28th, and Saturday the 29th, and February 4th, and February 5th. It's a really fun murder mystery I'm working on as an assistant director. Uh, you have to be fully vaxxed, and you have to have a mask to get in uh, Planet Ant. Anything to plug, Stu? The Elemental Podcast. Come troll me. I'll agree with everything you say. <laughs> I'm looking up Justin's credits. He runs some shows. Bearded Lamb Brewing Company uh, on January 28th. Rusted Crow Distillery, February 5th. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.